Oh, we're live, we're live, we're live. I don't know what happened there. We had some delays with the technology. I certainly hope it does not affect our broadcast this morning, but I am excited to be with the family this morning for, <clears throat> let's talk about it with the Empowerment Duo. Uh, we're just one moment in and we are getting ready to go, go, go. While you're entering the room, I want you to, Share with us where you're tuning in from. I'm grateful for the time that you decide to spend with us. And today we do have a topic. We do have a topic. We're going to talk about the beauty of failing. Whoa, the beauty of failing. What is that? What is that? The beauty of failing. Yes. Now, I'm looking forward to getting this conversation going. Hopefully, as soon as our uh, co-host enters the set, we will be able to rock and roll. But again, I am Lisa Santiago McNeil, and my co-host is Brian Keith McNeil, and this is Let's, Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. Thank you, baby. The pillow beat you up. I know. I had a rough time last night. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, I'm excited about this topic. Now, Lisa and I was talking about it before, and she made a valid point. She said, honey, haven't we talked about this a few times already? This week. This week. And didn't we kind of bring it up yesterday when we talked about the things that people wish they had learned and all of that? Didn't we kind of cover it? And she was right. Yeah. I'm kind of cover it on these days, but, but where I'm going with it today is this. I was thinking, and I was talking, I did a presentation last night with a group of um, nursepreneurs, okay? These were all professional nurses, but they all are entrepreneurial. <laughs> these are nurses with side business businesses. And I was the um, featured sales speaker for their group last night. And as I was talking with these accomplished women, now it takes something to become a professional nurse. You got to have a level of dedication to become a nurse. And nurses are good paying jobs. But these women, they want more mm. out of life than just being a nurse. They want more freedom of expression is what they want. So they had they hired a sales speaker last night. It was me. And as I was talking with them, I started to come to the conclusion that there is such beauty in failing and trying again. And then failing and then trying again. It was almost poetic <clears throat> in the in the earnestness of them. And I was thinking about my life and my wife's life and so many famous people. It's almost like, and I'm so happy. Well, I thought I saw um, Dr. Beverly here. She's not here yet, but she'll yes, be she's here. Dr. Beverly's here? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. And I think you'll be one of the people that can appreciate this, but it's almost poetic to me. Almost poetic. The whole process of trying and failing and then trying again and then failing again and then doing it a little bit different way and then trying again and then abandoning the goal, quitting it all together and then trying again. There's beauty in that process. Um, Success Magazine, when magazines were real popular, for so many years, every year in August, it was a monthly subscription. 
at least in the 90s, they did it this way. A monthly subscription every August was the failure issue. August issue was the failure issue. And every year that was their highest circulation issue. Why is that? You know, because the science of it, the psychology of it, the beauty of it. Are you tearing up or crying? I'm not crying. Well, tears coming down. It happens. I saw something on Facebook the other day. Tears out of the right eye for happiness, left eyes for sadness. I don't know if that's true or not, but <laughs> my eyes just water with me, buddy. But I think there's something poetic about it, you know. So even though we kind of have talked about it, I still want to talk to more today about the beauty of failure and the beauty of trying again. I think this is a lesson that we want to hand down to our young people. There is beauty. It's not um, ugly when you fail. I want I want the opposite of that. I want people to think, dang, I failed. I'm no good. I want people to think, dang, I failed, but I'm still willing to try again. That means I'm exceptional. That's what that means. That means you're exceptional. Yeah, I definitely get that. I mean, it was one of the points that we brought up uh, yesterday in that <clears throat> if you're not failing, then you're really operating beneath your potential. Mm-hmm. If you're not failing, then you're operating beneath your potential. Um, I failed to meet a goal last month. Okay. You did pretty good last month. Very good. But it, it I didn't meet the goal. And if I had, I, I honestly believe that if I had not set the goal as high as I set it, I would not have reached the goal that I made. Mm-hmm. The concept of shoot for the moon. Because even if you miss, you'll be amongst the stars. Thank you for breakfast. I, I actually don't like my toast quite that hard. It feels like I can feel it on my teeth. I don't like it quite that don't hard. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I, I just you always make it that hard. So I only mentioned it so that maybe if you were going to make mine. You mentioned it on the air. And I prefaced it with thank you so much with breakfast. Nah, say. I'm going to make you nothing ever again, sir. That's the way we do it. <laughs> All or nothing. <laughs> Beverly says, when you fail and are at the end of the rope, something happens in your shalala. That's right. You make it happen regardless because your thoughts are, what do I have to lose? Absolutely. And today on One Word Conversations at 11 a.m., the word of the day is adventure. And Bill Brown's special guest is Sammy. Beatrice, right here on the Empowerment Duo page and the Empowerment Network. Speaking of which, we have some great new content contributors joining us on the Empowerment Network. Today. This morning, you may have already caught the Crystal Show, which is now streaming on the Empowerment Network. And we want to welcome, welcome, welcome Stephanie Heart to Heart Conversations. Stephanie Mars is joining us on Thursdays at noon. Thursdays at noon. So it's going on on the Empowerment Network. And we're just looking forward to continuing to build and grow. And tonight, we have the men's meeting. Tonight, the men's meeting, we're going to talk about it again. Uh, first and third Tuesday. Um, we I put this subject off for a while, but we're going to have to talk about how we relate to our women again. 
Bill says on Thursday, his show, on his show, the word is failure. Mm-hmm. Today's mail. Julie Ray, thank you. She says, I mail out scores of prospecting letters. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Many come back undeliverable. I'm keeping those envelopes. I'm swinging. Sometimes I strike out, but I'm batting. And I'm going, and I'm getting batting practice, if nothing else. Absolutely. I love that philosophy, Julie. Um, I love that philosophy. I'm going to tell you why. Batting practice, okay? If you're going to make the effort, um, I used to call it, pra I, oh my gosh, this ain't going to make me look good, okay, what I'm about to say about Brian and his developmental years. Oh, Lord. That <clears throat> made me look good. But I was studying sales a lot. I was reading it 30 minutes to an hour every morning. And I was going through book after book after book. And I had gotten really, really sharp on how to close sales and all that stuff. And um, and I was an over-the-road salesperson. I would have to go to the customer's home or office. Their home or office. I had to go there and attempt to make a sale. Mm -hmm. And we operated on a one-shot, one-kill concept. That means you only get one shot per client. If you don't close it, then you don't ever get to see them again. That's the way the company works. Someone else would have to go back if they had to go back. So they incentivize you to close right then, pretty hard. And um, and I got really, really good at it. So, but I called it burning a lead. That means if I went to their home or office and if they tried to commit the crime of not buying from me, I would use them as practice. I said, okay, they're not gonna buy, so I'm just gonna practice on them. I'm gonna practice my closing techniques on them. I would keep my face decorated with a smile and I would practice it and I would go from one close to the other. And I knew about a hundred different closes and I would give each one a chance to work and I wasn't going to leave. They would have to throw me out. They would either have to buy from me or throw me out because I wasn't going to leave. So I was going to, they either bought from me or I burned the lead that they'll never let any other salesperson in their home again. That's how I looked at it. Yes, Bill. Famous last words. This uh -huh. is not going to make me look good. <laughs> It's part of my history, homie. I wouldn't try to sell like that today. No way. Mm -hmm. Nobody would tolerate that today. No, it doesn't work like that anymore. Mm -mm. And that's what makes it so important to continue to learn and study your craft. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have breakfast with y'all because we're not going to be starving. So if you got a problem with that, get your own breakfast. Over the years, many of you told us many a time, I'm eating breakfast as I'm with, with you guys. So whatever, we're just going to eat. Good morning, Queen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Have some breakfast. <laughs> so today we're talking about the beauty of failing. Um, I liked Beverly's uh, comment. I love Julie Ray's comment. How have you failed? Now, oftentimes, understand this, you don't see the beauty in it at that moment. <laughs> Don't let me try to sing you a song or sell you a tune. <clears throat> Sometimes you don't see the beauty in it until later. <laughs> no one ever grabbed me by the collar, Miss Vivian. <laughs> I was a nice guy. No one ever physically made me leave. Nobody ever physically made you leave. Yeah. Never happened. And I'm going to tell you another thing, Miss Vivian. This might surprise you. But when I was burning a lead, just practicing on them. I didn't care if they bought a knot anymore. I was just going to use them as practice. 
And some of the time I was, as I was practicing on them and closing them hard, some of the closes would work. <laughs> and they would change their mind. But here's the dynamic. The people that I had to work so hard to close, baby, they liked me more than anybody. They were so relieved and so happy. Oh, man, great. They were the happiest people, the ones that I had to work the hardest to close. Mm -hmm. They liked me more. They sent me more referrals and everything. And I often wondered, how come the ones that I had to almost beat up to get the sale, they liked me more than anybody else? I don't know. Maybe they were the type of people who like to be sold. Well, they I, I don't think so. I mean, it might be that, yes. But I think they wanted to buy anyway, but they needed someone strong to help them to do what they wanted to do in the first place. To help them to justify it? Yes. They needed someone mm -hmm. to help them to justify because they couldn't decide on their own. And if I was equipped for the task, they were grateful to me. Mm -hmm. They were grateful to me. I'm telling you, the baby, even when they got mad, look, I'm not going to have you pressurizing me. I heard that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not trying to pressurize you. <laughs> but even that guy who got mad at me about pressurizing him, he loved me afterwards. I mean, like moments. It was like moments, Bill, after they said they changed their mind. Look, let's just go ahead and do this. Bill said, Bill said today he's going to be embracing the nose, still working on He's going to be looking for the nose, still working on embracing that. I know you love me, Miss Vivian. I love you back. She goes, I love you. Just making fun. Breakfast with the Bryans. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bryan. That's right. Let's go with that. All right. How about that? We'll do that. This beauty. And I really want us to share this message with other people. There is, instead of, ha, ha, you failed, how about, good job, you failed? Well, that's the way we encourage babies to walk. That's right. You know, we encourage babies to walk by, you know, celebrating them at the end of that walk. The moment that they plop to the floor, yay, you did it. You know, we don't, we don't, we typically don't say anything while they're walking because we don't want to startle them. Mm -hmm. But we're like, come on, come, come on. on. And then we're we're loving and celebrating. I still remember Brianna encouraging her younger brother, Darius, when he finally started walking. She was so excited. Daddy walking, daddy walking. You know, <laughs> I can remember Adira sitting on the floor mm -hmm. with Aubrey with the video and Zira singing to Aubrey, come on in the room. <laughs> come on. But Adira and Kayla, my daughters, trying to help Aubrey. They were sitting on the floor, you know, legs crossed. I mean, open so that the baby walked back and forth. And they were singing that song to the baby and they got it on a video. That's beautiful. That's how you get the baby to walk. And what do you think about that as an encouragement for you to do your next step, right? The next step. I was actually thinking this morning about the, um, the bracelets that I consigned from Brittany, Dream Plan Execute, because so often... We need that extra reminder, just with the bracelets, we need that extra reminder to do what it is that we set forth to do. Mm -hmm. But I actually began to hold on to the uh, execute part because so many of us will dream it, we'll even plan it out. But when it's time to, when it's time to implement Sometimes we fall short because the plan didn't play out exactly the way that we wanted it to. Yeah. Bill said we encourage them to walk and then we end up chasing them. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 
Queen says, failings seem to give you the fuel to say, I will never be in this place again after the tears. It makes you want to work harder. Failing helps us to remove the fear and understanding it's only up from here. Lisa Nichols tells a story mm -hmm. about with through tear-filled eyes about how she had to use a towel to change her baby because she didn't have money for Pampers. And how she get, said to that baby, your mama will never be in this situation again. That was motivation for her. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the failure itself is the motivation. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. exactly right. And and it sometimes the failure itself increases your resilience and your tenacity because you realize nothing can stop me. If I could go through this, nothing can stop it's me. It's not fatal. Failure is not fatal. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's so important. Sure. <laughs> I think it's so important to have an internal dialogue that reminds you of celebrating the failures. Like to it's I think it's important to remind yourself to celebrate those failures. Yes. Um and I think a lot of times we need help to help us to celebrate those failures because left to our own devices, we very often see failure as fatal, as, uh, as a, a judgment on how much character or how good of a person you are. And it's just not. Mm -hmm. It's just not. There she go again. There he go again. Always trying this, always trying that. Yeah. That's good. Failing is not fatal. That's right. Absolutely. And you grow. You fail your way forward. Oh, man. Um, John C. Maxwell. Is that John C. Maxwell, fail your way forward? Who's the yeah, one that yeah. says, I can tell you the fastest route to success, double your failure rate? Mm. You remember who said that, Bill? I Anybody? remember. The shortest route to success. That sounds like. Um, it sounds like Warren uh, Buffett. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Double your failure rate. That means fail twice as much and fail twice as fast. Mm -hmm. That means go from one thing to the next thing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, here's the funny thing about failing. Even if you're trying to fail, I used to tell the salespeople, if you go to enough people, even if you're bad at it, even if you tell every single client, look, no matter what I say or do, don't buy from me today. If you keep saying that and you keep presenting, somebody's going to twist your arm. I, I know what you said, but look, I want it today. No, I said don't buy from me. No, I still want it. If you keep trying enough, someone's going to talk you into it. You know? And Ms. Vivian says, I will fail all the ways to success wearing those failing bruises along the way. I will never quit. Absolutely. Those Listen. failing bruises are, are beauty marks. They, they are. I often equate um, bruises and wounds and scars to badges of honor and success badges. Mm -hmm. um, because I even think of in, uh, even, even in the return of Christ, when he came back in his glorified body, he did not have his bruises gone. Right. He, and he was able to show. He you. was able to show the, the scars in his hands and his feet and in his side. And I think that's because they have value. He could have very well come back without them, right? Well, one of the values mm -hmm. in some of those stories of him showing the bruises, 
he was showing the bruises to prove to you that he had been through something. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And showing them to Thomas to prove that he was the same person. Yeah, look, they did nail my hand. See? Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so Beverly says, I've been homeless twice, running from people causing problems for me and hiding from issues I've caused for myself. I will never be homeless again. Y'all hear me? And I have plenty of space. So y'all will always have a place to go. <laughs> Beverly, we love you so much. <laughs> it's, it's, see, that's a beautiful statement to me. Okay. She's not homeless today, but she's been homeless twice. Mm -hmm. Now she knows what. So now look, Beverly knows what it's like to be homeless. And she could talk to a current homeless person from a position of strength, from a position of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Say, look, I've been there. I've been there twice, okay? And I'm not homeless today. Your life is not done. There is, there is poetic beauty in failure. That's what I want to say today. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. How you doing? Morning, Melissa. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Um, I'm telling you that the beauty of failing uh, actually conjures up these people walking on this roof like they're walking on the ground. Um, <laughs> Across the street, yeah, you can see them. It's very distracting, mm -hmm. but at least they're not on our heads. So I'm grateful for that. Um, the beauty of failing is one that it's almost as if it should be part of a montage on the wall. So that every time you get ready to set another goal and go to another level, that you remember that it's not a straight shot. It's not a straight, you know, it's it's not a one and done. That success very seldom goes like this, and it often goes like this. Yes. Very rarely ever goes up straight like that. That, that happens when you reach a tipping point, but you had to go through a lot of failure to get to the tipping point. Tipping point is when enough people have heard of you and seen of you and want you that everyone has to have you. Mm -hmm. Okay, that that's when that happens, but that don't happen all the time. Um, they say overnight success is twelve years or fifteen. Fifteen. Years. It takes fifteen years to become an overnight success. Um, and read the book, um, uh, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. It takes ten thousand hours of practice. Ten thousand hours of practice before you win. He's using the, um, Bill Gates as an example, practicing coding. He used rolling, I mean, the Beatles practicing. They were they were performing at a club in, in Liverpool, England, um, seven nights a week, seven nights a week for years before they made it to the U.S. for the U.S. invasion. Mm -hmm. Okay, seven nights a week you performing? Are you kidding me? That's, that's a lot. That's and then a lot of practice. Absolutely. I was about to say, besides performing, they also have practice and that's a lot. Pro athletes, if you add up all the practice time they spent from high school sports to college sports, at least 10,000 hours of just practicing before they make it. You know, failure is not fatal and success is not final. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not final. You're going to have to keep on doing it. Failure is not fatal and success is not final. Understand that success, when, when you reach a certain level of success or even pre before that level of success, it, it always reminds me of that duck on the water. I'm telling you, because it looks like you're just gliding and, oh, we've arrived and everything. But honey, if you could just see under that water. That's below the surface. That duck is kicking like crazy. Just below the surface. That duck's legs is kicking like crazy. You know, and that's a wonderful analogy. A lot of people heard that analogy. A lot of people love it. I love it too. 
you know, because on top of the water, to the public, mm -hmm. to the part that the public can see, that duck has got it made. It's just easy. He's just floating. <laughs> All he's doing is floating. He's not working. That duck is working. You put the camera below the surface, you see the legs kicking like crazy. <laughs> that's often what's happening. Like, that's how I felt yesterday and uh, actually this whole weekend for the last three days. I think I need to take a few hours today. I think so too. Because I didn't take a break. I didn't take a weekend and it's crazy. Neither one of us did this weekend. We violated one of the tenets that we preach all the time. We tell people that one weekend before you start the week. <laughs> And this weekend we did it. We both worked all day Saturday and all day Sunday and into the night on Sunday. Because of you guys, which is awesome. It's a labor of love. I'm grateful that over the weekend I was able to accomplish um, uh, 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 Kelly Little. Kelly Little's They Lit the Way got finalized and it has sold, sold, sold. He is selling so many books. Oh my goodness. We are so proud of that children's books right in time for Black History Month. Look um, at his page, man. A lot of people have got in the game with him. Hop in. Yes. That's right. Let me go ahead and put his link on the screen. Um, that is my.epublish. You. I need to just make this easier. I keep saying that, but I don't. Um, his children's book is They Lit the Way. It's a beautiful story of um, black superheroes and their wonderful individual gifts that they're using to help raise the community of children into knowledge and power. They, um, The superheroes teach... Uh, Obviously, they teach uh, they teach how to cook. They teach how to interact. They teach how to dream. That's me. I'm one of the superheroes, actually, in the book. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Um, I'm the empowerment coach in this in this book. And Kelly Little and Anthony Skinner II did a great job. You need to get a copy of this, particularly for children that are. Are, that you want to build character in them. It's so colorful. It's beautiful. It's got strength of character. There are both male and female superheroes in this book. And I just encourage you to get it. In addition to that, I think... Ms. Phyllis made a comment. We fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. <laughs> yeah, people react to the Julia failure. Brent Gaskins made a reaction too. Let me talk about someone like Brent. He aspired to be a professional actor. Mm -hmm. But he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Everybody knows you can't become a professional actor living in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Where are you supposed to live? In Atlanta or in uh, Los Angeles? Or New York, yeah. New York. <laughs> but he made it work. Amen. <laughs> Beverly says, it's also been said that after 10,000 hours of whatever you are doing, you become a master of it. So be careful what you are repeating. What? Yeah. You better know it. You better know it. I'm telling you, that is the truth because it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It doesn't matter if it's what you wanted to master or not. If you spend 10,000 hours doing it, you're going to be good at it. Dr. Beverly, that's an amazing point. That's the, that's one of the um, fallacies. Good morning, of worrying. Good morning, Keith. One of the fallacies of worrying is because you're rehearsing 
what you don't want. You're practicing it mentally. Um, your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined. That's why things like uh, pornography are so compelling. You know, you could see it and it can be almost as if you did it, you know, or even that's that's ne a negative connotation. But people can imagine the famous study that I often quote on this show is the, um, the university um, free throw shooting um, study. They took three groups of college students, 30 kids in each group. One group, they made practice free throws in a gym with a coach for an hour a day. A coach was guiding them on how to hold the ball and how to make it go through an hour a day with a coach when practicing free throws. Free throws. The second group wasn't allowed to touch a basketball, but they were in a classroom every day, taking through a guided meditation of imagining themselves holding a basketball at the free throw line and shooting it through a hoop. They were they were guided on imagining it. They weren't actually touching the ball. They were imagining making shots, okay? Mm -hmm. And the third group couldn't do touch a ball, do anything about it, okay? That was the control group. And at the end of the month, the first group had improved 24%. That's the group that actually was in the gym holding the ball with a coach. Right. Improved by 24%. The group with without touching the ball, but just imagining making it, they had improved by 23%. A negligible difference. difference. And the third group had no discernible movement one way or the other. But what that demonstrates is your subconscious, to your subconscious mind, doing it versus imagining doing it are virtually the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's why it's a fallacy to spend a whole lot of time worrying. <clears throat> Absolutely. It is a waste of energy and time. And it moves you towards the things you're worried about. Yeah, it, I wish it were easier. I wish it were easier. Oh, uh, people say it takes just as much energy to worry as it is as it does to um as it does to imagine success right. i disagree okay i don't think that it takes just as much time i think uh that would be like saying it takes just as much energy to uh eat a salad as it does to eat a cake okay well does this does this make sense to you it takes as much creativity to worry as it does to not worry no it takes it doesn't take the same creativity. No, it does not. It takes more creativity not to worry. More. More. It takes more creativity not to worry. So you're going with no worrying is natural and it's a fallback. Unfortunately. Uh, 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 what do you call that? What do you call the mode on you when everything else fails? Just go back to the default back, setting. The, the default setting. Our default setting is to worry. Is what you're saying? Yes. Unfortunately, and because. That is the default, just like the default is to go to sugar or savory versus bland. Mm -hmm. if that's our default. I, I, I have there have been times where I have been decided to be hungry than to eat something that I would consider nasty or healthy. <laughs> and that's terrible, but it's the truth. Um, I'm getting a little bit better. I'm even walking better because we're eating better. Um, I was in the grocery store yesterday. I had to mentally wrestle. Not to go down the cookie aisle or to, I mean, they, it's so gross how bad they treat you when you go into the grocery store. When you go into the grocery store, 
What do you run? What do you have to go through first? The bakery. The bakery <laughs> and the cakes and the stuff. And they got them and dodge around the freaking cake. To even get to the fruits and vegetables, you got a dodge cake. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the fruit, my wife say, bring home some fruit and bring home some chicken wings, okay? That they sell in the Publix. I had to dodge. Chocolate cake and canine <laughs> pie to get over to fruit. Yes. <laughs> and you had to hurdle over cookies and stuff to get to the wings. What the heck? <laughs> Fat people problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there in your face. Oh. But I did it. You I did it. Right right yes. Pick up any of it. Okay. No, you brought uh, pineapple and watermelon home. That's right. Uh, yes, and the bread. Yes, Vivian, the right, bread. Miles of it. I mean, miles of it right there. You, you gotta, gotta go, go through all of that mm -hmm. to get the healthy stuff. That's right. Like you would think the masks would be helping, but they don't. Oh my god! <laughs> I had that moment yesterday, Miss Vivian. I was like, you know, I, was, I mean, I had honestly, they had like uh, four la four layer chocolate yellow cake. It big cuts of it individually in little plastic things, and it was like just below eye level. And I was like, "Man, I'm looking right at that cake." And I was like, "Man, I haven't had chocolate cake in a long time." <laughs> chocolate layered cake, yellow cake, yellow layered cake with chocolate ice cream. I'm like, Man, I haven't had that in a long time. You just want to smack the baker. You want to smack the whole store establishment because I just came in here. One, I did not. <laughs> Even when I was trying to do the um, the Instacart, I was trying to do, I wanted kale. I wanted sugar-free lemonade and kale and um, something else and, you, and, and macadamia nuts. And you cannot find it on the Instacart anywhere, but you can type in anything and pull up Lay's and Fritos and Cheetos. Oh my gosh. You can pull up any, you can type in anything. You can type in cucumbers and it's going to come up dill, uh, sweet and sour, oil and vinegar, potato chips. Like, it's crazy. But, you know, that's because it's not meant for you to succeed. You have to want it. And that's part of the beauty of failing. The um, beauty of failing is identifying your strengths and weaknesses so I kind of and learning how to guard against them. Absolutely. You know, since our mountain trip, baby, I think my body has gotten a little bit better responsive since we had that mountain air in our system. You know, I'm walking better. You know, I noticed it because before the mountains, you know, I've been, you know, <laughs> sluggish and all of that. But man, that makes a difference. <laughs> Vivian says, "Damn that tiramisu and all those <laughs> Damn that tiramisu! A pox on you, tiramisu! I have to like it. I'm like, you come on, they put it right there. Tiramisu baklava, like everything. So, if you are one of the people on here today, or if you know of someone. Who has swung like um, Julie Ray Hammondtree said and struck out? Okay, can you embrace that person? Can you encourage them today? Uh, yes, because they are among the superheroes. I want you to please encourage that person because <clears throat> that person might just need just another word from you. Absolutely, we're proud of you for keeping on pressing, for keeping on trying, for continuing to hold on to your dream and be willing to press in and press through. This is the first uh, week of February. So on Friday, ladies, we wanna give you some special encouragement for Women Empowerment Networks. And we're excited to just be able to have it on Friday at 7 p.m 
Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, uh, it is a Zoom meeting, and we are inviting you to absolutely. We are inviting you to. I want to go ahead and put the link in there. So, ladies' night this upcoming Friday at 7 p.m. Yes, virtually, ladies, y'all can get together and y'all can talk about things. <laughs> and to, on the first and the third Tuesday of each calendar month, twice a month. Today's the first Tuesday of the month. Our men's gonna gather, and I'm excited about that too. I miss my guys, and that is tonight. That, so this is Women Empowerment. Do you need me to post the link to men in there? Let me go ahead. And don't even have it. I have it. I have it. Okay. I have everything. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even have you know, it. all of in my stuff. Yeah. Lisa has access to all my. Um, logins, all my social media, so she can read my messages just as easy as I can, y'all. So don't nobody send me nothing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody sending you nothing crazy. Well, you would know because you're nosy, but I'm not nosy. <laughs> I am not nosy. I oh, really? Nosy. You're not nosy? Nope. What woman is not nosy? What woman is not rivaling the FBI as far as the detective skills? Whatever. <laughs> All of y'all are. All of y'all are those. That's the worried women. That is not me. Because if I got to worry about you, I got to do something else. I link for the men's meeting tonight. Um, you do have to register if you've not already registered. But tonight, the men, we talk because men need men. And very often, men have no place where they can be open and transparent. But we provide a safe place where they can talk it out. And it's an actual clickable link. So if you just click, click it. You just click it. You go straight to the registration page, and you will be able to um, register. Yep. Same thing for the ladies. I didn't put the preface on there, but the one above the men is the ladies, and we definitely want to see you there on Friday at seven p.m. I had a great opportunity. Um, oh shoot, we gotta do something. Yeah, go ahead. I had a great conversation yesterday. Yesterday, I was in one of our national speakers association groups because I'm always looking for. Um, I'm always looking for those opportunities, either for myself or for my authors or for my coaches. Um, notice that when I am looking, I am looking for everyone. But anyway, I um, came across a young lady that is wanting to, uh, that is wanting to, she wants to write a book. She wants to write a book. And she was discouraged. She's already speaking. She's doing a great job. She's 23 years old and she has cerebral palsy. So who do you think? I introduced her to. You introduced her? I did. Wow. I introduced her to our Brittany because, Brit well, actually what I did was I told her Brittany's story as an encouragement. Da 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 Here's what you're going to do. Hey, Leanne. Oh, yes. Failing forward. Yes, it, wasn't, we did. it was mentioned, but it's okay. You can mention it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because we find that beauty in this, this beauty. So I shared with her Brittany's story, and she was so inspired and elated. And she said, Do you think that I can meet her? I want you guys to know that I get that for many of you. Mm. I get that for many of you. The very ones who thought, Nobody's going to want to hear my story. No one's going to want to read my book. The ones that did it, there's somebody out there who looks like Lord, you may be dealing with something. I'm telling you, she's preaching with, right now. And Listen. they want to believe that they could do it too. There's somebody else. I mean, Lisa just dropped nuggets on you. Gold. There's 
some of you guys right now who are thought leaders, authors, I promise you there is somebody that will be inspired by your story, by your walk. I promise you, yes, you. There's somebody once they found out what you were doing and what you've done. Can I meet that person? Can I meet Bill? Brown? Can I meet him? Can I meet him? Can I meet Miss Leanne Cannon? Can I meet her? What? Yes. You, you and your walk are the greatest ministry. You know, you and your walk, you and all those times that you picked yourself up after you have been knocked down. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. So it is time for us to do our greeting songs. Absolutely. If this is your first time here, bear with us because this show has been going since October of 2016. And some of you guys have been rocking with us for years. And some of you guys are consistent contributors. And we like to thank you. We like to thank you. And the way we, <clears throat> we do that is with greeting songs and with greeting logos. Is this Dr. Beverly up front? Yes, it is. The first one up is Dr. Beverly. She has a greeting logo and it goes, Dr. Beverly. It's on the show. Now, normally that's done in a duet, but Lisa's distracted, y'all. I'm sorry. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Thank you so much for joining us, Miss Vivian. Miss Vivian is here. Whoa, Vivian. Vivian Reed is here. Vivian Reed is here and now the show can go on. Good morning, Miss Vivian. How you doing, my sister? Our friend Miss Phyllis George is here. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good Our friend Julie Ray Hammondtree is here. Julie Ray Hammondtree, find out what she means to me. Julie Ray Hammondtree, find out what she means to me. Good morning, Julie, and you mean a lot to us. Absolutely. Good morning, Bill. Bill Brown. Good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so, and we always will. Our friend Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. Absolutely. How appropriate is his jam? Love it. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. I'm telling you. Um, Queen. Queen, 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 queen. You don't know the next part of verse? Queen, queen, queen. That's it. Um. Queen is listed here as Jeremiah Glover, <laughs> but it's actually Queen. If you if you were looking, who is she talking about? Who is she talking That's about? Jeremiah Glover. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm trying to go down through here because I saw some other folks. Miss Melissa. Melissa Price is here. <clears throat> Melissa. Bam, 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 bam. Melissa's home. Next time for us to sing our song, Melissa's song. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price, the head usher. And our <laughs> empowerment kidpreneurs, the sisters are doing it on their own. I said the Price sisters are doing it. Good morning to the Price Sisters. Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies. 
I thought I saw some other folk. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> it's Leanne. It's Leanne. Time is a wheel in constant motion, always rolling us along. Tell me who wants to look back on their years and wonder where those years have gone. Message. <laughs> Time is rolling on. That's right. Here's our new favorite. Glenda's driving on the freeway with makeup in her pink outer. I like it. Thank you, baby. Because I didn't have it. Glenda's riding on a freeway of love. With makeup. With uh, in her, her pink Cadillac. Cadillac. Come on, Glenda. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of um, pink Cadillac, if you are an entrepreneur and you sell a service and you're not selling it great, or if you believe you could be selling it better, um, why don't you use all of your strength? One of your strengths is that you have an association with an amazing sales coach. You're welcome to schedule a consultation, a complimentary consultation with me. Go to my Calendly link, Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y, Calendly.com forward slash B-K McNeil. And you can schedule a complimentary one-on-one -on -one selling yourself and your services consultation with an amazing sales coach, with a sales confidence coach. A dad walks into his son's room. His son is seven years old and toys are everywhere. The toy box is out in the middle of the floor and toys are everywhere. Dad stands in the doorway, looks at that room and says, son, I want you to put all of your toys back in the toy box and push your toy box back up against the wall. So the little boy starts putting all his toys back in the box and he fills the toy box up full of toys and he attempts to push the box and the box won't move. He says, dad, I can't move it, it's too heavy. He says, son, are you using all your strength? So the kid bears down into it, tries again. Dad, I can't move it, it's too heavy. Son, you are not using all your strength. Yes, I am, I'm using all my strength. Says, no, you're not, because I'm your father and I love you. I'm standing right here. If you had just asked me to help you move the box, I would have been happy to help you. I am a part of your strength, son. Now, that story has so many positive uh, connotations to it, but I'm gonna say to you, there are people around you that are part of your strength and they will help you to move your box if you will just ask for help. Absolutely, good job. Glenda says, I will schedule this. Brian has quite a few success stories in the pink Cadillac genre. No, I like um, Mary Kay people. Over the years, <laughs> I always get me one. Um, Melissa <laughs> Price, um, I hope you and the uh, sisters enjoyed that story about moving the toy box. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We are always grateful to spend time with you guys. Uh, once again, I want to remind you that the Empowerment Network is growing. It's growing. It's, it's growing. exciting it's growing. growth. It's so exciting. We're especially grateful to have the Cortez Hustle Show joining us. And I swung through there this morning. Cortez had two guests with him and he was flailing his arms and that was it. Absolutely. <laughs> it was going down. And the debut for heart-to-heart -heart conversations with Stephanie 
will be on this Thursday at 12 noon. And I'm telling you, don't forget to tune in today at 11 o'clock for one more conversations with Bill Brown. Uh, Tuyeni Akonke, the master ed educator, is in the process of a reboot. So you're going to be seeing some great new stuff and from her. Right after our show's over. And right after our show's over is Coffee Time with Coach Ja. Coach Ja was on there yesterday. Uh, he was happy to be there. So he's like, I know y'all didn't think I was going to come back, but I'm glad to be back. <laughs> you know, we're grateful. He's a new dad, the dad of Miss Mina Simone. And we're grateful to have him with the network, along with our very own William Brown, which follows at 11 o'clock on uh, One Word Conversations. Today's word is adventure. And today is Tuesday. So, you know, you get some great, delicious yumminess from... Dr. Deborah, a healing moment with Dr. Deborah. Tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian, Beverly says, wow, I like that, Brian, question. Who is in your circle that is your strength, strength like no other, and it reaches to me? Um, the number one strength in my corner is my wife, Lisa. Okay. All my boxes are better moved with her help. Okay? <laughs> Amen. Number one. But, uh, but, uh, but Lisa's not the only strength in my we corner. We have other okay? coaches as well. Uh, I count William Brown as part of my strength. You know, he's somebody I can bounce stuff off of. It's a different kind of conversation. You know, and I love talking to him, you know, but there's there's others. Even there's several pastors that I count as my strength. You know, Pastor Kevin Webb, I count as a strength of mine. You know, these are my brothers. You know, these are men that I could talk to like men. OK, I count Brother Jay Mattier as a strength of mine, you know. Um, but but we have some. And, you know, I'm feeling even more, the more people I name, the more blessed I feel. So maybe you should try that too. Absolutely. It's a good question. I count you, Dr. Beverly, as part of my strength, your walk, your talk, all of that is part of my strength too. Uh, don't you have the, something coming up with Larry Beecham? I do on February the 11th. Woo, woo, woo. The champion builder himself, Larry Beecham, Larry Beecham has built champions all across the country. Other champions referred me to Larry Beecham, you know, other champions. And Larry Beecham and I have developed a friendship since about 2014, I believe it was. Um, but he reached out to me to help to do a live with him on February the 11th. And I am so honored. And we're going to do a live together. I, of course, I'm going to be there talking about sales. But Larry Beecham, he's um, he's the best. As learning how to use what you know and converting it into money. Just just stuff you have in your head, converting it into money. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And he then taught me a concept called money by walking around, walking around money. <clears throat> and um, I learned this from Larry. But if you're talking with someone and they're talking about a problem they're having that you have the solution for, Larry gave me this language. He says, um, so what would it be worth it to you if you was to solve that problem forever? How much money would you be willing to find the answer to that question forever? You know, how much would you be willing to pay? You know, like right now in this moment, if you had the solution to that problem, how much would you be willing to pay? Right now, I got a hundred bucks. I'd be willing to give a hundred bucks for it. Well, I have the solution. Okay, great. And I'm going to tell you what it is in exchange for a hundred dollars, you know, and then you tell them and you get that hundred bucks. Okay. You got that money just because of what you was walking around and had your antenna was up to. Okay. I didn't have that knowledge until I spoke with Brother Larry. But now we're speaking as equals and we're going to do an event together. And I'm honored to do that with Larry because I know my stuff is good and Larry's stuff is good, too. 
Absolutely. And this month of February is chock full of amazing events and opportunities, including the Power of African Americans in History Showcase on this Saturday. That's right. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's That's right. On the on Saturday, the 6th, we are going to be experiencing some great power. We're getting healing power from Dr. Deborah, spiritual power from Dr. Peacock. We've got some helps power from Donna Lee Reed, from Michael Carson. We're going to be talking about the power of invention. So that's the power of your mind. Can't wait. Brian is going to be talking on the topic of the power of communication. All of our leaders. Absolutely. Yeah, my communication talk is going to be amazing. Um, we only got a couple of minutes left. I want to remind you guys, especially if you guys who have published or thought leaders in any kind of way, um, there are podcasts that need to talk to you. I want you guys to re- I want to remind you to reach out to podcasts, get on other folks' podcasts. I was so excited this morning to see that a podcast that I've spoken on before has invited me back for this upcoming Friday. So good. That's another chance for me to expose what I do to their to their audience you know, which helps my economy, my personal business economy. Absolutely. And then in addition to the communications, we've got uh, Evan Jefferson holding up the rear for money. African-Americans in money. Talking about the new Black Wall Street. Is that past the pages that swung through here? (laughs) Good morning. Good Good morning, my sister. How you doing? (laughs) I am just thoroughly excited about everything that is building and growing in the Empowerment Network. And in you. And in you. There's beauty in the failing. There's beauty in trying again. There's beauty in your community of believers, your community of encouragers. I appreciate again, Dr. Beverly, that question about who helps you push your box or something like that. She said, where is it? She goes, what a blessing it is to be considered. Thank you. You're important. Your story is important. Wow, I like that, Brian. Question, who is in your circle that is your strength with exclamation points? Strength like no other. And it reaches to me. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Miss Phyllis. Phyllis says, you all give me strength and get me used to this brain to continue to think and explore. Amen. Uh, Amen. says. I have skin, Brian Keith McNeil. I have skin. Skin in the game. Oh, skin in the game. What are you talking? I was like, what is she saying, baby? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, that's I didn't tell me, Miss Vivian. <laughs> Glenda says, I love how you collaborate with others and not feel intimidated about your business. You don't lose a thing. You don't lose an iota by celebrating other champions. No. You lose nothing. Not. You only gain, naturally. Absolutely. And Evan is great. He's yes, he phenomenal. is. Evan is a part of my strength. Mm-hmm. Cortez was on last month's showcase. So that's why we didn't have him come back and talk about money. But we got a money circle. Mm-hmm. We got a good money circle. So we're, we're grateful for that. We're grateful also, like you said, for the collaborations, which is what my closeout talk will be on Saturday is the power of collaboration. This is going to be the closeout speaker. She can do it to y'all. You ain't never heard Lisa speak before. She's going to bring it. So I'm excited. And our special host for that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited about our host. That up day. In here. That's right. Katrice Take and out Dave your pen and pen because it's going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I am telling you, I'm excited about it. I am excited about it and all that we bring. If you're not yet excited about what we're going to do on the 6th, on that Saturday, starting at 4 p.m., I'm, you're going to get there. I promise you. You think we've delivered before. You think we've had good events before. This one right here, this one right here is going to be the event. <laughs> so I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And I'm Brian Keith McNeil. And this has been Let's Talk About It on ESP TV 7 on the SIBN Network, iHeart, iTunes, and right here on Facebook Live. All together now. And remember that your life is not a scrimmage or a practice game. Say it with me now. No martyrs, Hall of Fame. <laughs> Time that speedster takes its toll. And for you and you and you. Every day really is the Super Bowl. So God bless you. And go, go forward. forward in your Super Bowl life. Today. <laughs> because you have been blessed by the blessor. To, to be, be a blessing. blessing. Permission to be amazing. It's already been granted. So keep. It's, it's Tuesday. <laughs> So go have sex. <laughs> Thank you, Glenda. Thank you, guys.